Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. We're going to bring you on to our huddle. You are in. Always huddle with me, Bramma, with me per usual, my master of all things video and sound, Maxine. How's it going? Maxine, a couple of things up front here. Thing number one, shitty Wi-Fi in my office today. In fact, no Wi-Fi. So we're going to be doing this with a connection through my phone. That's the only internet I have. So I'm going to have both terrible sound and no video. So good luck on being the master of those two things. Yeah, yeah. I feel like you put me in those positions, call me the master of all things sound, and then continue to just make it my fault no matter what happens, When even though you've just admitted that this is entirely on you. Nobody admitted anything. I still blame you. But as long as we're going to make life difficult for each other, the other Thing worth mentioning. Marcus is making this difficult on me. He's supposed to join us today. He's running a little late. We will all see if he joins us on the fly. But without a doubt, let's jump in because we have one of the most satisfying, best wins in recent memory to break down. Mm -hmm. So let's jump in to our glass half full, dude, and look back at recent Warriors basketball. We can give us something you like or don't like. I have so many. I have so many. So I'm going to try to leave some stuff on the table for you. Let's start with the stuff I like. Here's one thing I like. Clay Thompson looking like Clay fucking Thompson yes. over the past four games. Dude. 24 versus Boston. 28 the Portland. 24 versus Brooklyn. 30 versus the Clips. That's an average of 26.4. Uh, over the last four Ooh. games or translated mathematically I, and I, I like put out a cipher and figured out what that means. If you put it into a sentence, it means fuck you to everyone who gave up on me. So love that. Number two, Steve Kerr being willing, I mean, to be fair, maybe forced into changing his lineups. But the thing I like about that, right? We've seen him change the third quarter lineups. We've seen him be flexible with the starting lineups. Maybe most importantly, we've seen him be flexible with the closing lineups. And the credit I want to give him, this isn't just an old dog, new trick scenario. This is an old dog whose old tricks won him four championships and the best winning percentage in the history of the league. That he is able to be nimble enough to switch it now, he deserves credit for. And I'm going too big. I got more, but I'll, uh, I'll leave some on the table here for you, man. What do you got? What do you like so far? Well, I'll give you a couple things too. Um, the first one is Trace Jackson Davis, three blocks in that Boston game, two of them against Jalen Brown coming from the weak side felt like some superhero shit for, I mean, and then for, for anybody in the league, but especially not for a rookie, his bounce getting up above the rim. You know, I know he's not uh, quite become the lob threat that uh, is to be expected for somebody with that kind of bounce, but just seeing it, you know, seeing his um, his decision making, his quick decision making, seeing how he can, um, you know, contest without fouling, it's all just very, very exciting for somebody that's picked, you know, at the end of the second round, and him saying, "You guys are going to live to regret this." Holy shit, is he making good on that offer? So 
Let's uh, go. Feeling really stoked on that. And I also want to, you know, I want to give a special shout out. Um, even This is a glass half full for sure, even though it is the end of the streak. Steph Curry's 268 consecutive games. It's worth celebrating that. I know we, we had a dud from him against the trailblazers, but that is remarkable. Uh, Second, he second place doesn't even come close. Dame would have to play more than every single game for the next two years. Um, and make it three consecutively in all of them to tie that record. Dame obviously having the longer streak at something over a hundred. Now that's absurd. That's ridiculous. That's otherworldly shit. That's who the hell he is here. I'll give you a quick don't. I don't like that you didn't have a graphic for me today. You only save those for Ben or what, dude? Like I, I got all ready. I thought for sure you may have prepared something, but it's just you and I, and you kind of half-assed it. So well, how, I mean, gonna... how would you know, man? You're on your shitty ass Wi-Fi. This is exactly my point. You call me the master of all things video and sound, and then you don't give me the capabilities to even show a graphic. I didn't tell you that my screen isn't working. I'm telling you that my internet is slow. I'm looking at a screen and there's no images on here. I tell you what, let's get Marcus's opinion on this. Nope, he's still fucking me. So we're not going to be able to hear anything from him. A couple more things I like, dude. Uh, just to round out the new guys or young guys. Pods. Pods continue to have FU Moxie, smart playmaking, and his offensive rebounding is one of my most like random upsides of the season. Who the hell thought that he'd be able to contribute there? You already hit TJD. We got to say something about JK. He may have found his groove. I almost don't want to call it out, Maxine. You know, we've right. been like so close so many times. So instead, I won't say anything outside of it is a pleasure watching the difference that he can make with his athleticism and now his patience. MT, oh, I was just bad-mouthing you, man. Uh, welcome to the show. It's good to see you. We are in the middle of a uh, glass half full. Um, and the other thing I liked here is Steph's elevated fuck you demeanor. That T um, or the time out meme that came out of that Brooklyn game when he oh. hits the three and then turns over to there and does that super violent three T scenario is way more assassin than it is baby faced. And I love that that's where he's gone. But here's the thing I like the most, man. Draymond's absence has been a motivator, not a distraction. It would have been so easy to just tumble into a much deeper hole when he gets taken out. And then it's announced that he is going to be gone indefinitely. And instead, they took that first loss, and then they motivate out to a three-game win streak. And counting, hopefully, right? We're recording this before uh, two fairly winnable games. I got one more don't, but MT, hit the ground running, man. So the things we've liked so far are the young guys and Clay and Steve Kerr. What have you enjoyed? Um, yeah, I mean, you got to love the young guys. Um, it was just so cool to see Trace get in the game and have an impact and Steve ride with him. Normally, Steve just doesn't, you know, like stick with the rookies. He, he makes you earn those minutes after a few years, like with Kaminga and Moody. But to have Trace in there closing the game and the reason why Steph even got a chance to hit that shot is because Chris Paul found him. And the reason why Chris Paul got the ball is because Trace crashed the boards and, you know, bumped it out to him. So um, it's just amazing. I, I love that we're letting the young guys play because if we really are a deep team and strength in numbers, then you got to let those guys play because those are, that's who we have on the bench. That pass from CP3 was so impressive and exactly what we needed. Here's the thing I didn't like. It's how I watched the end of the Boston game. 
So a little bit of detail. Um, Erica, my wife and I live, I don't know, five minute drive from a good friend. Her name is uh, she right now is going through, I don't know, a, a slightly hard time. Um, her dad happened to be in the hospital. Her dad is fine, but anytime you're dealing with your, with your parents being vulnerable, it can be difficult. And so I was driving from the hospital back to her house, but because we're close, she stopped by to, you know, get some moral support. And I love and in a scenario like that, dude, like, of course, I want to be there for her and give her all the type of meaningful eye contact and attention you would give to a friend who's dealing with, you know, their parent being sick. Also, stop by with three minutes left in regulation of that fucking game. And so, I mean, like, I can't tell her, no, we're not going to put it on pause. Like, so that she, she sits down and I'm now trying to both watch her and the game, which is completely impossible. It goes to overtime. I'm internally losing my mind. They ultimately win the game. I excuse myself saying, ooh, I think my stomach hurts, and then went into the bathroom for 20 minutes and watched as many highlights as possible, <laughs> fired off as many tweets as possible, like freaked out. And the most embarrassing portion of it is that I continually flushed the toilet to keep up the you know oh. bullshit story about how sick I was. So incredible streak, everything is going great, but that wasn't the best way to experience it. Let's put it that way. I think I would be stressed most of that time at like I, I would do the same thing. Don't like I really would. Especially if I was put in that situation, if you just dump me in and you're like you're now in the bathroom, you're having to deal with this, I would have to flush the toilet periodically. But I would be pretty stressed about you know the water consumption happening there. So I'm not saying I would do anything oh. different, but there would be like the icing on the stress cake. You never know. You never know how Maxime is going to add to the story. It's always great. I'm always really happy, but I never would have guessed like, oh, here's the thing I disagree with there. You wasted water. You know, like it's all good that you ignored your friend who's going through health problems and then lied to everyone else in the room about having stomach issues. But the water you wasted, unacceptable. Boys, to our golden questions. Uh, as you know, this is our mailbag. Always deals with the Warriors, occasionally gets personal. This one's more Warriors based. Here's the first question. How should Trace Jackson Davis and Loon split their minutes for the rest of the year? So there's a chance that this question came from Steve Kerr. Here's why. Here's a quote from Steve Kerr right after that uh, Boston win explaining basically what both Maxime and MT were referring to, that he's ended the game with Trace Jackson Davis, and that that may mean that TJD has a much bigger role going forward. Let's play that clip if we got him out. One of the sub-stories of this game will be Trace. I think you, you played him like 29 minutes, obviously close with him. Um, what did you think about his performance, but also how does a night like tonight against that team make you kind of reassess like where he is on the pecking order right now? Uh, well, he was um, tremendous. I mean, he was the player of the game. There were, you know, there were several um, huge plays. Um, obviously, Steph shot probably being number one, but um, you know, Trace's block on on Jalen Brown. Um, but Trace was the guy who shifted everything. Plus twenty five in his minutes. Uh, the uh, second great game in a row. You can see the uh, the impact he makes. So um, he's going to play. He's going to be in the lineup. All right, MT, we're going to go to you first. But before we hear your response on this update in a previous story, I was able to see that video fine, Maxime. So it turns out if you had any graphics, you could have shown them to me earlier. Yeah, thanks for, thanks for that update. Yeah, I'll, I'll keep that in mind going forward here. <laughs> MT, what do you think, dude? How should they split them up? Uh, if, if TJD has now earned a spot in the rotation, he certainly has, 
if it was up to you, how do you split that up with, uh, with Looney? I think you reward TJD with playing time, but I don't think one good game um, means that you move away from Loon. Loon is, you know, we were, he was a uh, Kavan Luajuan, you know, in the playoffs for us. We don't win that championship if he's not pulling down 20 plus rebounds, um, you know, the other season. So I think Loon has earned the, the fact that he gets to start and play and have some minutes in there. Um, great game by Trace. I, I think he will have the normal um, ups and downs of a rookie as he should. And, you know, luckily for us, one of those ups was really up there and it was against a really good team and it was a, a, a big moment. So um, I think it should be split accordingly with Loon getting the lion's share of it with Sarich um, still coming in there because he's such a three-point threat, which is helpful for us. But um, I think TJD, if he continues at this pace and he continues to have good games, he should still get, you know, around 15 minutes a game. You know whose opinion I'd really want on this? It's Loon's. And it's not just because we're talking about his role and how you're going to split up his minutes. I remember when they were going through that Draymond uh, JP thing that Kerr came out and said, you know whose opinion we really need on this is Kevon Looney's. And he painted this picture of Loon being kind of the soul of the team and a guy whose opinion that everybody really values. And so I'd be really interested to hear what he had to say and how they should go forward on this. I'd also want to know, can Loon continue to be that role in the locker room if he is no longer getting the lion's share of minutes? I'd like to like, because that matters, right? Um, and I, you know, all that said, I agree with how you phrase it there, MT. We shouldn't be shifting anything up just because of one game. I do think that we should consider TJD going forward. I mean, he has earned an opportunity. And if that continues, we get like two, three, four games like that from him. And for sure now, all right, we, we have to make room. I think the way they should split it up, and this is something I'm, I'm stealing from Bonte's show, um, they used a football analogy. They said now there's no longer really a starting running back when it comes to football. It's more of a situational deal. You've got a power back and a fast back, right? And so if TJD really has arrived, you know, like if this wasn't a one-game deal, then that's how I'd split it. I'd still have Loon start. He deserves that. And then he gets the lion's share against the big boy teams when we need a power back, you know, the Lakers of the world, Denver. And then those times when we need someone who's a little more agile, it's TJD. And I'll tell you what, I should have added this in the like. Another thing I liked was that huge block he had against Jalen Brown, man. Um, I, after watching Jalen look more athletic than anyone we have, having him have to eat his shot was incredible. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? 
Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. All right, let me go to you, Maxime. Here's the question. Quote, who would be more justified in hanging a banner? The Lakers for winning the in-season tournament or the Warriors in honor of Steph's all-time three-point record? What do you think, Maxime? <laughs> if it's up to you, only one of those banners could be hung. Which one should go up? Oof. I mean, I think it is really cheesy that they hung uh, a banner for the in-season tournament, but that's also because we don't have any historical precedent for this thing. And I know that the whole NBA, Adam Silver, whatever, is really pushing, trying to make this a thing, you know, and the reason that that the, the finals are as, um, you know, storied as they are is that we have all of this historical data to say, oh, this is what people did in the finals and rising to the occasion. So I sort of understand the impetus behind it, but my God, does it look cheesy. And on the other end of the spectrum, 268 games of main threes, as I said earlier, that's a ridiculous stat. I feel like there could be an area of Chase Center that's just devoted to Steph's ridiculous stats. Like, for example, um, I just found out yesterday, uh, and I posted this over to Reddit, that Steph has, of people that have made 20,000 or more career points, he has by far the highest true shooting percentage of anybody, right? That includes Kevin Durant. That includes Michael Jordan. That uh, Kobe is actually really low on that list. But Steph is so historically unprecedented that it's not just 268 that would go into the rafters. There's all sorts of different. I mean, his three his um his uh, career threes made by the time he's done, that should go up in the rafters too. It's pretty amazing. And I definitely think that those are more compelling than some in-season tournament banner. Of the two, I would put up the all-time three-point record. Um, I mean, okay. Would I, between the in-season tournament uh, banner and the, you know, Steph's whatever one we want to put up, either the consecutive games or the all-time threes he's ever made? Of course it's Steph. Steph has done something that will never be replicated. The Lakers added another gimmick title to their bubble title of 2020. Who gives a shit about the in-season tournament? But I tell you what, whose opinion probably means uh, a little bit more than mine, Kobe Bryant. Let's play that clip if you have it. This franchise does not hang division banners. <laughs> it does not hang conference championships. <laughs> we hang one banner and one banner only, and that's NBA titles. And you may not like it. You may think it sucks. You may think it's not great sportsmanship. Get over it. It is what it is. The city of champions for a reason. Okay, so I hate that last part, City of Champions, and I don't like any of the cockiness coming from Laker stuff. But if if anything sticks out in that clip, it's the little chuckles that Kobe has. You know, like, of course, of course you're not putting up division titles. There's no way he would be in support of an IST banner up there. And it is a ridiculous move, but it also pushes us to our last question here. And it's the one I'm most excited for. So I'm going to put this to you first, MT. Does Draymond Green like or hate that the Warriors have gone on a three-game winning streak and beat Boston without him? 
<laughs> I think he likes it. He's the ultimate team player, and um, I think he likes seeing his guy shine. Um, you know, the, Draymond's going through what he's going through, and at the end of the day, when when you have the playoffs on the line and we're in April, May, and, and hopefully June, um, and the Warriors are hopefully there, you know, like it, all of this bodes well for, for him there. If he was the younger version of Draymond, then I think he takes it differently, but I think he appreciates not adding more, um, miles on the, on his tires. Maxine, do you agree with that? Uh, if I, I don't, I don't, you know, I would like to think that Draymond is the, uh, commensurate team player, but I got to think in my heart of hearts, if I'm Draymond Green, I'm pretty pissed. I'm a little bit scared for what it means for whether or not uh, I have value uh, in the way that it's been framed for so long, right? Um, like everybody says, would Draymond be nearly as good if he was on a different team? Probably. I mean, the dude is an absolute brilliant uh, uh, basketball IQ player. But to be fair, we're now seeing that Steph can thrive. Maybe actually Chris Paul fits a lot of the assist needs that Steph has. Um, and somebody being spacing the floor with more shooters is actually better for him than having a dud like Draymond, although he's been hitting the three a little bit more recently. So I would be at least a little bit nervous watching this streak go down in my absence. I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. Everybody knows how I would feel. I wouldn't like it at all. I wouldn't be, I mean, I wouldn't say that. If you came and asked me, I would say what Marcus just said. These guys are my brothers. I want them to win, right? But the question isn't what would Bram do? We already know that. What's my guess on Draymond? I think you are both right. I think this team means everything to Draymond. And I think that if he really hurt them, it would really hurt him. Mm. So if he was sitting back and they watched this game teeter on the, or this team teeter in, on the brink and just couldn't succeed at all and the season was completely lost, I think he would hate that. So I think he's happy that they're winning. But the other side of that, I think his legacy almost means as much to him as this team does. Team first, I'm still saying that, but I think legacy means a lot. Dre is crazy intelligent and has a huge basketball IQ. He knows, you know, where he'd like to be seen in history and watching this team play out and win without him while other people take shots at whether or not he needs therapy. I'm not saying it will impact his legacy, you know, when he comes back and they build the statue. But I also think that it probably bothers him a little bit in the deepest, darkest places, you know, that he'll never admit to. I don't think it's just straightforward like. Did I talk you into it, MT? What do you think? No, no. I mean, I, I think at this age, with a $100 million contract guaranteed that takes me through age 37, with four championship rings, multiple Olympic gold medals around my neck, I just don't, it doesn't matter. You know, like I, I get it, but his reputation is not going to be impacted in the better you know, just because of, of how he handles that situation. It, it is what it is at this point, you know, like there's enough video out there for, and it, you know, like incidents throughout the years that that's just going to follow him. But, you know, like he's, he's going to play with the team that he loves with the teammates that he loves until he hangs it up and, and goes and, you know, joins TNT and then replaces Charles Barkley or Kenny Smith. So, um, I don't think it bothers him as much at this stage in his career because he's already secured the bag and he's secured his future job. I'm not only happy and was hoping that you would go that direction. I think it's really important that you did because we need a little Draymond optimism before this, 
because I want to play you guys something that's making me frustrated. I don't know, man, randomly angry at Draymond. And it's a quote from Shaquille, and it's actually a really positive quote. Go ahead and play it, Maxine. I'm wondering, is it time to start putting him as the best player of all time? Best player? Oh, you put him over you? In, in, in the conversation. I'm asking you. Yes. You put him over you. Okay. You put yourself. Way put better. Steph Curry yes, over you. Yeah, that, this way he's my favorite player. Cause I'm not saying favorite. Played, he might be my favorite too, but I'm just asking you I think played, he's better than you. I played 20 years, watched 20 years before that. I've never seen a guy like him. And he's doing it consistently, and he has championships. You put him Maybe over Michael? No, I, no. I'm not putting him anywhere. I'm saying, okay. you know, for all the children, Charlie, is it time to just put him in the conversation? Think, okay. So love that quote. Love Shaq. Love what he does for Steph. But this made me think back on the Yusuf Nurkic ejection and the current suspension that Draymond is going through. And here's why. Steph Curry has nothing left to prove. Absolutely nothing left to prove. Four titles, two MVPs, finals MVP, changed the game forever. He has a spot in history. But if he won a fifth title, as many titles as Jordan did, we're talking a different level of history. Now it's not just Shaq saying what we just heard. You know, as, as uh, Shaquille just put it, everyone would be forced to at least put him into the conversation. They would be considering it. Steph has a very small window right now to achieve the fucking impossible. What, three seasons at most where he can etch his name amongst the biggest legends our game has to offer. And if you had to handpick one person on the Golden State Warriors who knows what I just said, who would completely agree with it, I think even more than Steve Kerr, it would be Draymond Green. I mean, Draymond recently kind of fired back at Magic Johnson, saying that Steph is the best point guard ever. We want to end that fucking debate? Let Steph win his fifth title. That Draymond allowed his emotions to negatively impact Steph's shot at sports immortality is unacceptable. It's bullshit. I'm not saying it won't happen. I'm not saying it's impossible. But even though they've won, Draymond is an enormous component of this team. We still need him. Of course we do. And that he's not out there during one of the, what, however many shots Steph has left to really, really elevate himself frustrates me. You know, so we won't talk about it again. It is what it is. And I'm sure Draymond will come back. But when I listened to that quote, it fired off these emotions for me. Wow. Yeah. I heard that quote too. And I immediately started looking up who what teammates other greats in the conversation had with them and specifically Michael Jordan and Magic Johnson. Um, for two of Steph's titles, he had KD. He's in the NBA 75 anniversary top 75 players. Um, for the other two, Steph didn't have anybody in the 75. For all of Magic's titles, he had Kareem and or Worthy, two of them. For all of Jordan's, he had Pippen and Rodman. Steph didn't have anybody in that of that caliber as recognizes that. So if you're starting, you know, it's just one data point. And it's not the end all be all. But I agree with Shaq. I think it's it's unfair of like when you account for what Steph is doing and then who he's doing it with. LeBron gets a ton of credit all the time when they're like, the second best player on that Cavs team was Mo Williams. He took him to the finals. It's like, yeah, Clay Thompson's no scrub. He should have been 76, you know, whatever, maybe 75. But if you're going to go by that and you're going to follow those rules of these are the 75 best players and it cuts both ways. Steph didn't have a teammate in that 75 for two of those championships and he still won them. So, you know, like 
give him his flowers. You know that I agree with that analysis, but Maxine, let me throw this towards you as again, the video uh, master. Is MT a member of the TNT post game or is he a part of this podcast? Did he just interact with Shaq's fucking quote as opposed to mine? Like, what the <laughs> fuck just happened right there? This fool acted like he turned over to Kenny Smith and dropped a whole breakdown of why Shaq's thing was right. That's not what the fuck I was talking about. It was a Draymond take. <laughs> well, I just didn't agree. I, I don't think Draymond... Draymond's gone for three weeks. I think we'll be fine. Okay, sure. that was infinitely more interesting than the 25-minute fucking TED Talk you gave me on, on Steph's teammates during championship runs. Holy shit, man. Look, when Shaq spoke, I got inspired, just like you did. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 all I can see is you, like, I got to keep this in mind so that Shaq and I can have this conversation. Like, I'm not going to lose this. He, Bram's just going on and on. He's definitely wrong. But Shaq, you and I agree, buddy. And we're going to break it down. Boys, last question. This one's for me. Um, how much does that Boston game change your view of this season? You know, it was MT. You've always been kind of cautiously optimistic as this has been going on. You know, um, I've been kind of all over the board. Uh, Maxime, I'm, I'm, all of you guys, as you look at this, does that Boston win in this current streak get you all fired up? Does it change everything? Have you always expected this? Like, how, how does it interplay? Yes and no. I, 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 I'm excited. It, it makes me feel so much better. It brought me out of a funk, for sure, that I felt like this team was having. But, you know, to, to quote Ben Golliver, don't judge a team on their best day or on their worst day. I think a lot is going to be shown in the next couple of weeks without Draymond. Do these rookies continue to, have to show out, or was that just one incredible game? Um, you know, time will tell, but uh, I'm not ready to say, oh, okay, we're back to contention status. I think there's still some underlying issues that need to get worked out. MT, if you address this to Shaq, I'm not going to take it well. <laughs> um, it immediately erased the pain of the 14 losses so far. It was, <laughs> it just stood out to me how, how fun and how much joy a what the Warriors team brings to me. And I'm hoping it's not just Warriors fans, but like that was just pure entertainment. Like it was such a good game. And, you know, I'm sure Boston fans feel opposite, but you know, like when that shot went in, it was just, it reminded me of why I love this team so much and, and why I take the losses so hard, but it just made it all better. You know, like it made it worth it. I was like, you know what, even it doesn't matter how the, season ends if i get a few more moments like that where i just feel that feeling like it's worth it to me because it's just it's a sport it's a game it's not life or death but it's so fun and it's i'm so invested emotionally that when those peaks happen they're they just make it worth it they made the 14 losses worth it it reminds you why you allow yourself to be so vulnerable with this entertainment, right? Or at least for me, you know, like, and it's just as you put it, I take the losses so hard and why do that? You know, unless, unless there's bounce back emotions like that Boston game. And it was like the greatest hits. It was like the buffet of the Warriors experience, you know, cause they went down, but then they come stormy back and had huge shots from Steph uh, across the board. I, I agree, man. It, um, it was a reminder of why this is so fun and why we're willing to risk ourselves with it. All right, that in tow, huge fun. It is great doing this three, man. If you want to get us an email, a golden question, want to let us know we did a good job, a bad job, any job, you can shoot that email to huddle at warriorshuddle.com. 
MT will be appearing off and on on the TNT post game. Do you, do you know when your next time is going to be on there, Marcus, or, or is it indefinite? I need to text Shaq. Let me, I'll let you know. <laughs> and for us, you can find us anywhere on our social media platforms, which is uh, Draymond has ruined Steph's legacy in a bunch of different places. No, we're the Warriors Huddle, where you can look us up. With that in mind, go Warriors. Happy holidays. We appreciate you. And we'll see you real soon. Good, good. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.